Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I had the high privilege of knowing Miss Catherine Kuhlman. As far as I was concerned, there was two main things I observed. First, the most awesome, high number of miracles I'd ever seen in my life. And the second, her intimacy with the Holy Spirit. She had such a friendship. I, even to this day, I, I, I can hear her saying, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. He's all that I have. Well, my guest has this same intimacy with Holy Spirit. And he says he can teach you to have this same intimacy would you like to have this same relationship? Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Are there hidden forces of darkness trying to block God's blessings for your life? Do angels exist, providing us with supernatural protection, disarming our enemies? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Is God ready to bring a tsunami wave of healing onto planet Earth today? Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural! David, last night you sent me a text. You were so excited and you got me so excited. A great miracle happened. You were speaking here in Charlotte. Tell me about that person. So I was ministering here in the area and I like to minister whenever we visit a town. And so we drove out to uh, Wake Forest and we were in a service where the power of the Holy Spirit was moving. I'm telling you, it was like the weighty glory. I thought I was going to begin to see the manifested cloud, which we sometimes see. But the presence of the Holy Spirit was so tangible, so real, and people started getting healed. And so there was this gentleman in the very back who was worshiping, and the Lord spoke to me in my spirit. He said, I want to heal that man. And I knew that I knew that I knew that this man was going to be healed. I just didn't know what his sickness was. So I called him up. By the time he gets to the front, I realized that there's something on his neck, like and he's great. unable to move his arm. What happened? He tells me the story that cancer had eaten away certain parts of his body to where they had to remove the muscle that enabled him to lift his arm. The whole church could testify to this because they had been with him just recently at a conference. And they said throughout the entire conference, this man was worshiping with one arm up and the other arm down. I pray in the name of Jesus to make you whole. And so when I laid hands on him, as I often do, I felt this. I, I, sometimes it's like electricity. Sometimes it's like heat. And I just felt the power, the tangible power of God touch this man. And I knew, I said, something is happening with this man right now. 
and the man just shot his arm right up. And he had no muscle. There was no muscle. It was not possible. And in fact, he was demonstrating for the whole church just erupted in praise. And that's what I I was wondering why, okay, he's able to lift his arm. And they begin to inquire, what really was wrong with you? And when I got the details and they began to unravel the details, it turns out because the cancer had eaten up certain parts of his body, they had to remove that muscle, put it into his neck. And he's pointing, he says, that's the muscle that's supposed to help me lift my arm. It's not possible for me to do this. And so I had the pastor verify because, you know, sometimes people make stuff up. So I had the pastor verify. I had the church verify. I'm talking to this man and he is just astonished. The whole church was astonished to see this miracle. And when the people began to worship the Lord for that, another wave of healing got released all across the building. It was the power of the Holy Ghost. (laughs) David. Who? And this is important. Who is the Holy Spirit? Well, there's a lot to that. But I like to say that the Holy Spirit is Jesus without boundaries and limitations. The Holy Spirit is Jesus on the cloud, as you would put it in technical terms like technology. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us boldness to evangelize. Think about what he did with Peter in Acts chapter 2. The same man who denied Jesus, now boldly proclaiming the gospel. And for every time he denied Jesus, a thousand people came to the Lord. Think about the Holy Spirit and how he stirs faith within the soul, causing us to believe for the miraculous in ways that we would not have otherwise believed. The Holy Spirit is the one who helps us to pray because no man or woman, no matter how anointed they are, knows the way into the presence of God. Only the Holy Spirit knows the way into the presence. And so in prayer, he guides us. In worship, he reveals Jesus and makes him real, causing our hearts to be stirred and burn with holy fire to where we cannot contain that passion that overflows with us as adoration of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one who helps us to walk in holiness. So for those who are bound and weighed down by the shame and the sickness that is sin, the Holy Spirit offers freedom. He is the holiness spirit, the one who breaks the power and the chains that even those habits that people have had for years, he breaks those addictions. He breaks those bondages. The Holy Spirit is the one who delivers the captives from demonic oppression. The Holy Spirit is the one who moves in us and gives us revelation of the word. Sometimes when we read the word, we're saying, I just want to see Jesus. He causes the information of the word to go from just information to revelation. And revelation brings transformation. The Holy Spirit is the one who goes with us and gives us the words to speak when we don't know what we should say. In those moments where we're saying, Holy Spirit, help me. I don't know how to win this one to the Lord. I don't know how to speak. The Holy Spirit will stir within you words that come straight from the Father. The Holy Spirit is the one who opens the heart of the sinner, causing them to go from stubborn, stone-hearted individuals to people who bow before Jesus as Lord. The Holy Spirit is the one who anoints us for ministry and appoints us into the call of God. He takes ordinary lives and makes them lives that transform the world. I like to say that a single moment spent in the presence of the Holy Spirit can transform your life, but a life spent in the presence of the Holy Spirit can transform the nations. The Holy Spirit is that something more. He's that deep stirring. What was it do you think that caused the martyrs to lay down their lives and say, take my blood. We want to preach the gospel. Jesus is Lord. That's the Holy Spirit stirring the love of God in that heart, shedding the love of God abroad in our hearts. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us all the promises of the Father. The Holy Spirit is the one who causes us to walk in the perfect will of God, not by the day, not by the hour, but down to the millisecond like You you really love the Holy Spirit. I could go on and on and on. I can tell you, but I'm going to tell you something else. He's not just going on and on and on. 
this is power and this is truth coming across. And at certain point, the Holy Spirit is going to impress upon him to pray for miracles. Be right back. We will be right back to It's Supernatural! summer. And nothing says summer like the It's Supernatural Summer Sale. Come back each day to discover unique offers combining resources from the best teachers on the supernatural. Don't miss out on some great daily offers August 20th through the 24th at SidRoth.org summer. because you're a young man and you are so filled with the Spirit of God and you you came to this revelation. That's fine. That was, uh, how did you develop this relationship, this intimacy with well, the Holy Spirit? this is one of my favorite parts. I like the how-to, because I would often hear sermons, and I would go, that's awesome, but tell me how I can do that, too. And so I wanted some very... Right, there, there are even books on, uh, on having a relationship with the Holy Spirit, but they don't tell you how to. I mean, I mean, like, I'm the type of person, like, you have to give me something like I can apply right now, immediately, that I can, I can shut off this program, put this book down, go into my room, and start acting it out. Right. So I, I want to talk about about two things, silence and stillness. You see, the flesh, our, our, our carnal side, it can do many things, and it will not put up a fight. You can sit in a worship service, it won't put up a fight. You can watch a Christian broadcast, it won't put up a fight. You can read the Word. Atheists read the Word. Cult leaders read the Word. But they don't see transformation. But the moment you begin to seek the Lord, the flesh starts to put up a fight. Why? Because it's in the seeking that the flesh dies. It's in the seeking of the Spirit that the flesh dies. This is why, one of the reasons why the Holy Spirit wants to be sought. And so I had to learn this somewhat the hard way, and I'll just give you the short version, because I had pressed in to seek the Holy Spirit. There was a time in my life where there was a swift movement to my spirituality, and then I felt like I hit this wall. Mm. And I said, I can't go any further. And And by by the way, you know David alone? A lot of people relate to what you're saying. They've hit a wall, but they've never gone far further. They've just stayed there. Uh, it's sort of they're stuck as a 10-year-old. I'm going to say something that's a little harsh, but some people need to hear it. The, the, the true proof that you believe in prayer is that you actually pray. And the only, reason, the only reason we don't pray is because we don't believe that it'll work. And so, I mean, God made us a promise. He said, seek me with all your heart and you'll find me. That's a guarantee. And if you believe that, you'll seek him. If you don't believe that, you won't seek him. But the reward is him. He's my great reward. Of course. So I found myself in that place. I hit that wall. And I'm getting frustrated. But I moved beyond the frustration with the help of the Holy Spirit. I tried everything. I tried emotion. I tried to make up for in volume when I lacked in connection. And I tried to connect with God with my emotion. He wouldn't have it. I tried to use my intellect. I tried to use my passion. I tried to guilt God into a response. Lord, don't you hear me? Can't you? see me. But you see, intellect failed, emotion failed, willpower failed. It's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So Matthew 6, 6, Jesus says, when you pray, go away privately. Private prayer is revealed in public power. If there's no public power, it's because there's no private prayer. And so I begin to seek the Lord privately. Hey, you know, that's so good. You slipped right by there. I hope you heard what he said. (laughs) 
And so then I had to learn the harder thing, which was stillness. And this is difficult. Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Stillness precedes revelation, which means... I don't see too many things in the movies and TV where people don't say anything. I mean, we're taught... To fill the empty space. Right. And we are uncomfortable with silence because the moment we're silenced, we start to notice all the chaos within. And we, we say things like, well, I, not, I didn't feel this way until I began to pray. It's not that it came up and we say, oh, well, the enemy attacked me when I started to pray. That's not the case. That inner chaos was always there. You just were never quiet enough to recognize it. No wonder you're walking around with depression and anxiety and frustration and confusion. That inner chaos is constantly going. But when you go to pray, it's not, it doesn't show up. It's revealed. And so that's why it used to take me four hours to get into the presence of the Lord to where I sensed His presence. Not always physical manifestation and tangible power, but always the sense. We're always to sense His presence. 24-7 awareness. I can tell you with all honesty, and I would not say this if it wasn't true. I think you know that about me. There, there is hardly five minutes that go by where I'm not aware of the Holy Spirit. Hardly five minutes where He doesn't cross my mind in some way, where I don't send some communication to Him. I call it retreating within myself and fellowshipping with Him. Uh, you know what? I, I need you to explain a little bit about this silence. We will be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now and get David Hernandez's brand new book, Encountering the Holy Spirit in Every Book of the Bible, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, How to Become a Friend of the Holy Spirit, plus this special bonus, the Holy Spirit Reference Card. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9543. Through David's brand new book, you will be taken on an unforgettable journey to discover and experience the Holy Spirit's powerful presence throughout the entire Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. Discover the hidden mysteries of the Holy Spirit. Receive a fresh revelation from God Himself. Understand your supernatural identity. Begin to walk in God's kingdom power. Learn what it really means to have the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwelling in you. Through David's three-part audio CD teaching series, How to Become a Friend of the Holy Spirit, you will understand the characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Discover the role that the Holy Spirit can play in your life every day. Begin to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit with confidence and clarity. Become a friend of the Holy Spirit. Pray more effectively. Worship in a deeper way. Better understand the Word of God and how it relates to your everyday life. Begin to boldly share Jesus with others using the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Live a life of victory over sin. Overcome oppression and depression. Receive your emotional or physical healing. Minister better to those in your family, to your friends, and even others who you come in contact with. The CDs include David's anointed prayers to help you begin to sense the presence of the Holy Spirit in a way you never thought possible before. Plus, you'll receive this special bonus, the Holy Spirit Reference Card, which contains a scripture from every book of the Bible concerning the Holy Spirit. Don't miss out on getting David Hernandez's brand new book, Encountering the Holy Spirit in Every Book of the Bible, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, How to Become a Friend of the Holy 
Holy Spirit. Plus this special bonus, the Holy Spirit reference card. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9543. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9543 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know, you know, we were talking uh, uh, before the show, something that's so important. The Holy Spirit wants to be sought. Right. Comment on that. And I think, well, there are several reasons why he wants to be sought. But one of the ones I want to focus on is the Holy Spirit wants to be sought because it purifies you. In the seeking, the flesh begins to weaken and the spirit begins to grow. Why? Because the flesh doesn't like to wait. And when you go into prayer and begin to seek the Lord in silence, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, when you do that, the flesh has to be still. Otherwise, you find yourself squirming and wanting to get out of prayer. But this is, this is where the power is at because there, let me put it this way, noise does not equal power. There are some people who are making a lot of noise, but there's not a lot of demonstration. And so the power of the Holy Spirit comes when I am weak, then He is strong. Silence is the easy part. All of this is real simple, but not all of it is easy. Silence is the putting away of outer distraction. Stillness is the quieting of the soul. And that is the difficult part because the moment we begin to pray, we have fears crossing our mind. We have our apprehensions crossing our mind. We have our responsibilities and those things that make us feel inadequate and shame. All of those things I call inner chaos. And what the Holy Spirit wants to do is teach you to trust Him. You see, the Holy Spirit wants to take you into the depths of God, but He waits for you at the gate of stillness. And so at the gate of stillness, we lay down our burdens, we give Him all that we carry, and we say with full, hearts full of trust, I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to follow you into the presence of God. We have to learn to subject the flesh and place our minds upon what the Holy Spirit is showing to us, rather than what, the, what is taking place on the outside. This is living from the inside out rather than the outside in. I'm not letting what's outside me affect what's inside. I'm keeping that reservoir and I'm tapping that for peace and joy and love. And the way you do that is by meditation on the Word. The way you do that is by meditation on the person of Jesus. And if you can capture a revelation that the Holy Spirit has given to you, and you meditate on that revelation, that brings about the stillness of the soul, which enables the Holy Spirit to work in you. Now, you said to me that when you originally started this, it would take you like four hours to get in the Spirit, but now it's just minutes. Well, it was very fleshly. And it was the flesh getting in the way. And I had to learn to trust It's part of being human. Yes. <laughs> I need to be delivered from that, right? And so... I mean, I'm there, and, and I remember there were times where it would take me three, four hours, and now I, I'm telling you, and this is not just me that can do I think I believe this is every believer. I can enter in like that, where I can just go from, I mean, I mean talking about average, everyday things, which I do like to talk about. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, completely gone. But, <laughs> but, but you know, there are also, there are also but from, from talking about average things, I go right into the Spirit, to where the Holy Spirit can start speaking to me. I can see visions, where I can see sickness on people sometimes. And you can move right into that if you practice stillness. It's, it's, the first time you do it, you got I'll put it to you this way. When you're digging a well, every shovel is full of dirt until you hit water. 
And soon you find that that flesh, the dirt, moves out of the way and there's less of it each time you go back. Okay, uh, give me a couple practical things. Uh, to the person that's going to do exactly what you originally did, uh, you, you have a quiet place, you go there. What do you do next? Well, you know, one of the reasons we close our eyes is not because God can't hear us if we don't. It's that it puts out the distraction. We close our eyes because it's dis- it removes more distraction, and that really is the key. You remove distractions in the natural, that allows you to focus on the internal. Jesus said, out of your inner man shall flow rivers of living water. First Thessalonians 5.23 tells us that there is the body, the soul, and the spirit. So I put away the body, I retreat further from away from my soul, and I retreat into the spirit. The way you do that is by meditation on the Word. So I'll give this one nugget so that they can just go and start. If they start there and get this, the other ones will come naturally. You get capture revelation of Jesus. If he's revealed to you as deliverer, as healer, I like to see his revelation reveals him with eyes of fire. And, and, and you capture that revelation and you meditate on the word, not on your imagination and what, what you, because like, that would be constructing an idol or an image, but, but sort of like what they do with the tabernacle. In Hebrews, it tells us that this was an image in heaven and they copied that image because it was given by God. So because the revelation is given by God, I can focus on that. And so I focus on this revelation of Jesus and I, I quiet my soul I put everything else aside. A great man of God told me that if you have an hour to pray, worship for 45 minutes. And you just get in and you just begin to worship. And you just, on that revelation, Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, you're so precious and I love you. You're the healer. You're the del- See, even as I'm doing that now, I can sense I'm coming in. Because you capture that revelation. The Holy Spirit breathes upon the Word and causes creation to take place. The Word without the Spirit is information. The Spirit without the Word is inspiration. Together they bring about creation. And that causes something to transpire in you. And so the Word starts to take hold of you. You begin to become transformed and changed. And it really is as simple as meditating on the Word. You know, one of the things that I'm very excited about is David did research every book of the Bible, the Holy Spirit. I want you to read a few of those and then break into prayer for us. Okay. Well, I was going through the scripture and and he really, I did find something about him in every book of the Bible. But in Genesis, he's the spirit who hovered above the face of the deep. And I love the words there is he brooded like a bird or like a dove. He incubated over creation. In Exodus, he is the fire in the bush. I call him the fire of evangelism, igniting the heart of Moses that caused him to go and seek after a people. In Leviticus, he's the sovereign fire that could only be started by God. God told the priests, you are to keep the fire burning, but he never told them to start it. The fire came from heaven. We're to steward the fire, not start it. In Numbers, he is the spirit that separated men of faith from men of fear. The scripture calls him a different spirit. In Deuteronomy, he is the cloud by day and the fire by night that guides us in all seasons of our lives. In Joshua, he is the spirit of breakthrough. What was it that brought down the walls? They released shouts. They blew the trumpets. It was the breath of God that was released that brought down those walls. And it goes on and on from all the way to Revelation. Pray one minute. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, precious Holy Spirit, that you would begin to stir in that one watching a hunger and a desire for the deeper things of God. Father, first of all, let them sense you. Even now, some of you are sensing right now like a a heat. I feel it. Some of you are sensing like a heat come over you, some like electricity. There is sicknesses being healed. There are, oh my goodness, I'm seeing a lot right now. But Lord, I pray that you would begin to touch your people. 
I thank you for the anointing that is present to break every yoke. I thank you. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our lives and in our ministries and in our homes. Let your presence saturate all that we do. Father, I pray that we would not be people who are ashamed of the work of the Holy Spirit, that we would not think ourselves too clever, that we would deny the one who built the church. But Father, that we would say in every aspect and with all that we are, welcome Holy Spirit. Come and do as only you can do. Take over our churches. Take over our ministries. Take over our lives. Father, let every part of our being be surrendered to you. And we pray that you lift up the name of Jesus, magnify him, glorify him, and make us make him more real to us than we ever imagined possible. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we release it and we agree. In Jesus' name. And real quick, God has just told me there are people with arthritic fingers. The pain is gone. In Jesus' name. Are you stuck in your relationship with God? Do you feel as if your prayers are hitting the ceiling and not reaching heaven? Did you know that you can have an intimate and experiential relationship with God like never before through the person of the Holy Spirit? David Hernandez has been gifted by God to help usher believers into the awesome and powerful presence of the Holy Spirit. He helps me to pray. He gives me boldness to evangelize. He puts the power on my life to cast out devils and heal the sick. He transforms me and helps me to walk in holiness. He leads me in worship. He gives me revelation of the Word. When you get the Holy Spirit, you get it all. When you spend time with the Holy Spirit, you get it all. You get all of His expressions. You get all of His manifestations. Call now and get David Hernandez's brand new book, Encountering the Holy Spirit in Every Book of the Bible and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, How to Become a Friend of the Holy Spirit, plus this special bonus, the Holy Spirit reference card. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9543. Through David's brand new book, you will be taken on an unforgettable journey to discover and experience the Holy Spirit's powerful presence throughout the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Discover the hidden mysteries of the Holy Spirit. Receive a fresh revelation from God Himself. Understand your supernatural identity. Begin to walk in God's kingdom power. Learn what it really means to have the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwelling in you through David's three-part audio CD teaching series how to become a friend of the Holy Spirit you will understand the characteristics of the Holy Spirit discover the role that the Holy Spirit can play in your life every day begin to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit with confidence and clarity become a friend of the Holy Spirit pray more effectively worship in a deeper way better understand the Word of God and how it relates to your everyday life begin to boldly share Jesus with others you Using the gifts of the Holy Spirit, live a life of victory over sin, overcome oppression and depression, receive your emotional or physical healing, minister better to those in your family, to your friends, and even others who you come in contact with. The CDs include David's anointed prayers to help you begin to sense the presence of the Holy Spirit in a way you never thought possible before. Plus, you'll receive this special bonus, the Holy Spirit Reference Card, which contains a scripture from every book of the Bible concerning the Holy Spirit. It's wonderful that David sees Holy Spirit as his best friend, that I see Holy Spirit as my best friend. But God wants you to see Holy Spirit as your best friend. Could you use a best friend? I can't wait for you to become a friend. 
of Holy Spirit. Don't miss out on getting David Hernandez's brand new book, Encountering the Holy Spirit in Every Book of the Bible, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, How to Become a Friend of the Holy Spirit, plus this special bonus, the Holy Spirit Reference Card. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9543. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9543 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. For the last 2,000 years, people have been trying to analyze who the Antichrist might be. People have made preposterous claims, and they've all been wrong. God has revealed to me a better way to decode the Antichrist and the end times. Join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 